Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is Monday Motivation, and today we're going to be talking about why keeping success in front of you at all times is crucial during your recovery journey. Now, today's episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Keeleen. I had CPTSD for more than 15 years and now no longer do. And what I do now is coach people all around the world and help them make that same transformation. And this lovely man to my right here is... Brad Chipke. I am Kayleen's significant other, and I also had PTSD, and I was there for every step of Kayleen's journey. And I am super excited for this Monday Motivation. We're here in our new office space that we just got. It's actually just across the hall from our old one, but it's fun. It's a little bit bigger. It's a little bit nicer, and uh, I am super excited, as usual, to get started. And we're going to be... We've been... Had a little break for a while, because we, we've been having... Or we've been doing a lot of projects, but we're back on schedule. And uh, I'm super excited because I really, really miss coming and doing these every morning. Every morning. Yeah. And we love, love, love doing these. And we've been kind of dying to get back at it. Yeah. And so we're excited to be here. We've been working on some really, really amazing new projects for you guys, for all of you. Mm -hmm. So lots of fun stuff coming up. But for those of you who have joined us before, you kind of, you kind of know the deal. You kind of know you know, our deal of what we're out to do and what we're here to do and we're here to spread love and positivity and tell you that this is possible, right? So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, you know, we do this podcast to spread love and to spread the belief that it is possible to recover from PTSD because it is, you know, we're going to be straightforward mm -hmm. about that. We're here to give you help along your journey. You know, like I'm, like I said, I'm a recovery coach. Brad's been there. We've, we've both been to rock bottom. We've both made it out. Our relationship has made it out alive and, and thriving, and we're both living our best life now. So we're here to, to show you that it's possible, to help you get there um, one step at a time, to give you little pieces of advice, and ultimately to fill you with a positive belief and a positive input, which is something we're going to be talking about mm -hmm. in just a second, that this is possible and you can do this. So that's what we're here to do. Sometimes yeah. I like to start with that just to remind, sometimes we forget that people don't think it's possible, but it is possible yeah. to do this, and that's what we're here to to let you all know. Yeah, it is. It's a hundred thousand percent possible, and that's why what we're talking about today is so important because there's so many people out there, professionals, normal people, people with PTSD, people without it, who will tell you that you can't do this, or that um, I heard this the other day that it, like, oh, yours isn't that bad. You have nothing to complain about, and like people are just comparing what they're going through with other people's, and then like they just get harder on themselves. Um, but most people out there, most people with PTSD surround themselves with the wrong types of people. They surround themselves with people who bring them down, who tell them that they can't do this, um, and who don't build them up. And people is just one, one input, but then they surround themselves with other inputs in their environment that just bring them down. And like, let me ask you, how many things in your environment, in your life, make you feel good? And maybe not like amazing, because it's hard to feel amazing when you know, you're, you have PTSD, <laughs> but uh, the things that bring you up that make you feel a little bit better, that, you know, make, make you think that, hey, I can make it through this. I can make this through another day and another day, because it really is just one day at a time. Um, how many things in your environment do that? And if you're like, we were, you know, like, there's almost, there was almost nothing, you know, like, pretty much, like, when we were at a rock bottom, that's, that's kind of how it goes, right? Like, you, you like, well, I guess it's, it's different for everybody, but like you like on your road trip down to rock bottom, you just keep allowing more and more negative things in your life to consume you. 
And that just like pulls you down faster and faster and faster until you're in this dark place where you don't think you can get out of it. And um, it's so important to realize and just like open your eyes and be like, wow, like this is what I personally, I was like, wow, like everything that I'm doing in my life is really bad for me. And like, it's just making me feel worse about my life. And it's something that like, it was like a wake up call. And like, that's what we're talking about today is like, you want to keep success in front of you, in front of you at all time. And, and part of that is like the positive inputs. And the question I want to ask you is like, are you doing that? What are you inputting? And like, that's why it's so important. Cause if you're not, if you're not doing that, which is, it's likely, cause I think, I like, I think most people don't do this. Most people know? in general, like PTSD or not, don't have very positive inputs. And so, you know, and when we're easy, talking about in input, there's, there's a lot of different kind of categories it falls under. Like Brad was saying is an input is something obvious like TV or something obvious like, um, and something dangerous, which we'll hopefully remember to talk about in a little bit, is like support groups online. So PTSD mm -hmm. support groups on Facebook, very often they're not spreading the belief that it's possible. Very often they're sharing trigger warnings and stories and everyone's sharing their story and comparing. And it's this really big, like, negative, really, really negative input. Because you read those yeah. things and they make you feel worse. And, you know, no one's really helping each other. And sharing your story for some reason has gotten like this popular like oh well, i'll share my story and it'll make me feel better but there's there's truly really not a place for that in a public forum you know there <laughs> there might be a place for that along the recovery journey but it's it's a very private place it doesn't have to be kind of put on blast whether that's in a like a facebook group or in the form of i don't know a book a novel whatever it is there's not really a place for that along the recovery journey in in regards to public because yeah. very often it makes a lot, a lot of people feel much, 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 much worse. So if you're in a Facebook group where they allow stuff like trigger warnings and they allow sharing stories and complaining and stuff like that, that's a really super duper negative input that you almost mm -hmm. kind of get tricked into thinking is positive. Right. And that's something I right. talk about a lot with my clients is like, like just become aware like just stop for a second and say is this positive how does this make me feel you know it's called a support group there are other people here who are struggling with the same thing so yep there's some camaraderie but really when I go on this when I go in this how does it make me feel and when you think about it and you say okay well now I feel stressed I feel anxious I feel like I'm comparing my trauma to theirs or or I'm, I'm like you get sucked in reading these stories and you feel sad and you feel like the world is in a new place and so it just kind of has this spiral effect so so there's you know there's inputs that are positive and negative via social media there are inputs positive and negative via people in your life via environment or your your mental world so your thoughts are also inputs the things that you say the things that you think you know if you're someone and this is this is all out of love if you're someone who's pretty judgmental, you know, even just internally, it's mm -hmm. a negative input, right? So that right, there, are, right. there are ways to change that and we want to work on changing those things. So there's so many different inputs. Oh my gosh. Right, so there's <laughs> like everything in your life, anything that's coming into your physical or mental world is an input. Mm -hmm. And so your life is built off of these inputs, essentially. It's just like whether you like it or not, whether they're positive or negative, this is like, uh, this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so like Brad was just talking about, we, we just moved into this, this new office space. It's a little bit bigger, it's a little bit brighter. We wanted to do the videos in here because it feels better, right? It's a bigger space, it makes us feel good, it makes us feel excited, we have more room to, to dance because we dance around <laughs> in the morning. 
Uh, we have more room to be ourselves. We have more room to do the work that we need to do. Uh, it's more versatile, just things like that. But it makes us feel good is the important. So this is a good input. But what makes it a good input is that we keep it clean, right? We keep it organized. So we make it a good input because if we, you know, let the lights go out and let the shades droop, you know, to the side and let all the books fall over and, you know, make the desks weren't centered, it wouldn't be as good as an input, you know? It would start to become a negative input. So there's a lot of different things and there's everything. Every, everything is an input and everything affects you, positive mm -hmm. or negative. And it happens everywhere. So everywhere you go are inputs, whether you're driving in the right. car and someone cuts you off, you know, them cutting you off is an input and how you react to them cutting you off is also right. an input. Again, right. positive or negative, that's more of the internal mental, you mm -hmm. know, if you start swearing in your head or out loud and start getting all mad and heated, that's, you know, negative input for you. Or the person next to you. Or the person next to you and you're, you're yelling at them and like it's, <laughs> it's a whole situation. So, so it's really important to bring awareness to to all of your inputs and everything mm -hmm. that's happening in your life and rate them as positive or negative. And, you know, we talk about a lot, and when we talk about inputs a lot, we talk about positivity and negativity a lot because it's that important, right? We're not going to come up here and speak to you and, and just make stuff up. Like, we're going to continue to harp on the things that are really important because they're really important, because it's not made up, because mm -hmm. this is something foundational that you need in your recovery journey and in your life. So these inputs are everywhere and you have to start to become aware of how they make you feel because there are some things like the support group that you, you think make you feel better but when you really reflect and ask yourself, they make right. you feel a heck right. of a lot worse. Yeah, the reality is, is, is it's, those, are, those are particularly dangerous and those are the ones that you want to look out for and you want to really question everything. But you can really break it down, inputs down into, you know, two, two main categories, internal inputs and external inputs. So the inputs that you're having in your own mind, which are your own thoughts, your own reactions, your own emotions, and then the things that, you know, are in your environment that you may or may not be able to control, but things that just like come into your life. Um, so those are the two categories, but it's important to realize this because, um, or it's important to always be monitoring this and looking for the positive inputs and looking for the success and looking for the reasons why you can recover because everything in life is always being pulled towards you know chaos to the negative it's just like the the it's something called like entropy so everything's being pulled towards chaos so like if you're not doing anything if you're doing nothing everything's being pulled towards chaos towards like things just like deteriorating so everything in your life is like constantly deteriorating and you have to work and you have to consciously work at finding those positive inputs finding those successes finding those reasons why you can do something every single day and never stop because it's always like there's always gonna be that force pulling you back down there's always gonna be that desire be like I want to get that ice cream man and then that you know that compounds on itself and that's a whole totally different conversations right right there but it's that that is the most important thing is because like if you are not consciously looking for these things and not consciously looking for the success and not consciously inputting all these positive things like your goal should be like how can i jam the most positive things into my brain and get rid of all the negative things how can i cut out all the negative input and input all the positives into my brain like that's what i did constantly is like even when i was like depressed i was like i'm gonna listen to some like positive audiobooks or positive podcasts and i was like i really don't want to do this and i would like go for a walk and I'm like this is a positive input it's like, I really don't feel like doing this. And honestly, like, 
I didn't feel that much better, but I felt a little bit better afterwards. And it's important to know that inputting one positive thing, when you have a C, it's like you have a C of negativity in your mind, and you have PTSD, and like you're just like being pulled down constantly. It's like if you're gonna like, what's a good analogy? Maybe a, a C of dirty water, right? Or maybe a, a vat of dirty water. Maybe this is a better example. Or a I'm trying to come up with a bigger A glass one. of dirty water. A glass. I was thinking of something bigger, but a glass of dirty water. This is, yeah, okay, this is, I don't know why I tried to overcomplicate it. You have a glass of dirty water. <laughs> and if you, you can think of like inputting positive inputs as putting clean water in and inputting bad negative inputs as dirty water. And you're like, you're not going to make this glass clean by putting one drop of clean water, you know, like, and that's what most people do is like, I did this one positive thing, but I still feel negative. Well, it's like, you just put one drop of clean water in this dirty glass. It's like, what do you expect? You know, it's going to take a lot of those little drops over time to, you know, filter out all that negative, dirty water in your glass. So it's so important. And the world is constantly just trying to dump dirty water into your glass too at the same time. So you're like, oh, I got to keep you guys away while also just like dripping in all this positive, clean water into my glass. That, and, and honestly, <laughs> that, that it's a great analogy because you have like, so a negative weighs seven times heavier than a positive. So when you see something negative on the news, and I always, I always use this example because I think it's really funny and I think it's really good. Like, okay, so like when you walk into a barber shop, right, a hairdresser or whatever, when you walk into a pizza place and when you walk into a gas station and when you walk into a restaurant, there's one thing that's the same for all of these places. And what it is, if you've, if you've heard me talk about this before, is television. So you have not one television, but usually like four, five, six televisions with the news on. Now, news is perpetually negative. They want to catch your attention. Now, us as like human beings, us as animals, the negative catches our attention because of like a very primitive, is that a lion that will eat me? You know, so a very primitive, that's why negative catches our attention. Mm -hmm. So news is perpetually negative. One, to catch your attention. And two, because if it was all positive, no one would watch it, to be honest yeah. with you. It was all, if it was all just good stuff, no one would really care. So you have all these inputs in your life that you, you really have to be aware of. And just, like, start to bring the awareness to. Mm -hmm. And really, like, obsess over pouring clean water in that glass and flushing out that negative. And it takes a while, and this is a habit you have to, have to, have to build, and a habit that we still, we still do this because the world is so negative, because the people around us, some of the people we love even, are negative. So you have to ruthlessly protect your glass and ruthlessly pour clean water into it to, to create the best mindset, to create the best life that you possibly can. And now there's something in our brain, it's called the RAS, or the Reticular Activating System. And basically what it is, is when you buy let's say a new car, you buy a, a red, uh, what, what do I have? A red Nissan Versa. So it's a little Nissan Versa. You've never seen it before. You went to the dealership, they had it on sale, right? This is what happened. They, they, they had it on sale. I, I, I wanted a cute little, whatever. So I got this, <laughs> this red Nissan Versa note, right? And so I got this little car and you know, it was cheap, it was, it was whatever. I'd never seen it before. And then I got the car, I was driving home, and all of a sudden, like every six cars on the road was this, this Nissan Versa and all these different colors. And I was like, holy cow, I've never, like, 
And like, oh, and, and so then later I learned about this thing called the reticular activating system. And basically what it is, is you, you bring an input into your brain. So when I bought the car, all of a sudden my brain was like, hey, that's important. So you bring it into your brain, your brain, your reticular activating system basically just says, that's important, that's significant, and allows you to filter it through. And so, like, I was seeing all those Versa notes before, but my brain didn't mark it as important, so it just, it just let it go by the wayside, so I didn't mm -hmm. notice them. But because my brain now marked it as important, because I bought one, because I'm driving one, because I'm really enjoying it, now it marked it as important, and now I notice all these Versa notes. So that's what happens when you, you buy a new outfit that you really like, or you buy new shoes, or, or you, you buy a new car, whatever it is, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, everyone has this car, I've never yeah. seen this car before. <laughs> and, and that's what it is, your reticular activating system. And so it marks certain things as important, and basically what we want to do is we want to start to control that reticular activating system. So right now, for a lot of us, it's just, it's looking for negative, it's looking for trigger warnings, it's looking for bad stories, it's looking for other people who are struggling and fighting and, and really hurting. And that's what it is for a lot of people, especially people who are hurt, right? Your, your brain is trying to say, us being hurt, like me and you brain, us being hurt is significant. Now let's find more people that are hurt. But we need to essentially like override that system, overwhelm that system, and say, no, we need to find people who, who have done it, who have made it, who are winning, who are successful. And that can be anyone in, in any area. So success has this amazingly broad range of, of people. And I'm going to tell a story about in a second about an MMA, MMA fighter. I'm pretty sure MMA. Mm -hmm. um, boxer, fighter. I'm not super sure. But, and, and how... A story like that could be really important to your recovery journey. See, it has nothing to do with PTSD, it has nothing to do with recovery, but you start bringing in inputs like this, like this guy, Conor McGregor, who I'm going to talk about, and you know your brain will eventually start to mark things as important, and you build this habit, and you're going to mark success as important. And so then, all of a sudden, what's going to happen is you're going to be watching a TV show, and you're going to see someone who's super successful at, at boxing, or super successful as like a singer, even like a fake singer in a TV show. You're like, oh, they, they did hard work. They did a lot of mental work together. You're going you're to start to notice all the things they did to achieve that success. And that's your RAS at work. And that's you saying, hey, that's significant because they've achieved success no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. So Conor McGregor is, I, I don't know, a, a very decorated MMA fighter. He's, I think, the only person in the world. He's, he's from Ireland. He's the only person in the world to hold like belts, which is their like, trophies, in two different weight classes, which is like unheard of. And he's he just kind of like came out of nowhere. He he came from an area that like he he wasn't supposed to be successful, and he just has this amazing story of just I guess no one in Ireland had even been like considered for the MMA. No one had ever been good enough. People laughed at him. People said he couldn't do it. All these things, right? He faced all this hardship, and he he became successful, and and then some, right? He had the most watched match or fight or whatever in pay-per-view history. It was like a big deal a few years ago. And so I was listening to an interview between him and Tony Robbins. Now, two really successful people. And when you hear them, now you wouldn't, it, I definitely didn't expect it. When you hear them speaking, you know, I wouldn't expect from an MMA fighter that he has a lot of like mental control over his world or he's obsessive about his inputs. But he is, right? And so, so my, my RAS is always looking for stuff like this. And I'm like, okay, it, like I, I, I don't, to be honest with you, care about MMA. That's, it's not my thing. I've never watched a fight. Definitely not my thing. 
But I knew because he was successful. I recognized his name, that he was successful, that there was something that I wanted out of that. So I, I went into that interview, I, I listened to the interview, and I took the things I wanted, which were like, this guy has a complete mental mastery. He reads a lot, not something you expect from an MMA fighter. Yes, of course, he works out a lot. He's obsessed about nutrition. He's obsessed about personal growth. He believes in the law of attraction. He visualizes before each fight. He studies the fights. He studies the foot movement. So it was just this amazing story that has nothing to do with recovery, nothing to do with PTSD, but you, you find someone successful and you find that they have certain traits that make them successful, which is mental mastery, which is they learn, they grow, they read, they study, they obsess, they keep their inputs positive, right? And, and, and surrounding yourself with people like that, with, with podcasts like this, like we've done it, we've been there. We're giving you advice, we're telling you, you know, what you need to start doing in your life. But, and, you know, if you listen to the Conor McGregor and Tony Robbins interview, you're going to hear the same thing. Okay, he reads, he grows, you know, start reading, start growing, start studying, start keeping your inputs positive. Don't listen to people, just dismiss people. You know, if, if someone's being negative, if someone's telling you you can't, you know, walk away, leave, you know, exit the Facebook group, whatever it is, shut down Messenger, you know, get those things out of your life. And so you'll start seeing that all around through, through successful people. You'll, you'll start seeing those couple of traits. And those are the really important things that you want to surround yourself with and really like get into your brain. And that's clean water. All of that is clean water. And this guy continues to be successful. He has a successful clothing line, I think, and a successful, uh, I think, whiskey, Irish whiskey. So like you see someone successful and very often they're successful in a lot of different areas. You know, they've not just done this one thing because they have the foundation for success. And so they continue to be successful in all areas. So, so anyway, <laughs> um, just continuing to, to keep those inputs positive. And as you keep positive inputs, as you look for people who are successful, you'll notice that they do the same thing ruthlessly. They ruthlessly keep a tight circle. They ruthlessly stay away from internet negativity, especially like a celebrity. You get so much stuff online. You get fake stuff. You get stuff that's probably misinterpreted. You just like, I'm sure if you Googled your name as a celebrity, you constantly <laughs> feel bad about yourself, right? So just like keeping these inputs is, is so important on your recovery journey. It doesn't matter what it is. It just matters that they're successful and that they make you feel good. Like if you listen to that, it's a little, it's a little, um, a lot of swears and stuff, a lot of MMA stuff. But if you listen to that, it'll make you feel good. Any like of the Tony Robbins the Tony Robbins podcast is, is amazing for that because he just interviews successful people and you just hear these amazing success stories and they just inspire you. And like, there is this woman, Mar Marlene, Marlise? Martine, Martine, mm -hmm. Martine, I forget her last name. She was the creator of Sirius XM radio. And like now <laughs> she like cured an incurable disease. She's like, like creating organs, like doing stem cell research, she, she's planning on by 2020 being able to print organs that will, that are because of stem cell, I guess, like regeneration and stuff, you'll be able to like print your own organ and like replace your organ and it will like just be accepted into your body, which is a huge thing for like organ replacement, like they don't always get accepted. So it's just like, it's just amazing. It's just yep. amazing. Yep. And like, no, that has nothing to do with PTSD, but her hard work, her learning, her knowledge, her everything that you take that, you take the foundation for her success. You, you know, if you don't want to go to space and put satellites in space, like don't, don't, whatever. <laughs> if you don't want to learn about organs, don't. 
but take the foundation of what they're saying, of what, of what mm -hmm. we're saying, foundation, and apply it to your recovery journey. Look at your recovery from all angles, mm -hmm. and amazing things will happen. Yeah, and, and trust me when I say that, like you underestimate what you are capable of. You completely like underestimate. You think you are so much worse than you are. You're like you are an incredible, amazing person. And when you listen to like stories like Haley was just uh, talking about, what that does is it expands your belief. You're like, oh my gosh, because like right now, like the average person is just like they believe so many things are impossible or that you cannot do this. And that's what all these average people tell all these successful people. And what you want to do is like, you want to stop listening to the masses who are telling you that things are impossible and start looking at the, you know, the minority successful people who have actually done it because that will expand your belief. And looking at all these stories, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, look at all this hardship this person faced. But yet they were able to go through this and not just become successful, but become wildly successful. And then you're just like, oh my gosh, they were able to do that. I can do, I can do this, you know? So that's what it really builds inside of you is that like, I can do this, you know, like so much is possible. Elon Musk is going to Mars. He's going to go to Mars. He's doing some like brain implant thing that, so that people who are like quadriplegic can like move like computer, like work with the computer with their brain. <laughs> and like that's happening like right now. And like, you, like once you look at these things, your your belief is going to expand, and like all these other all this other negative inputs like are just like it's not even going to phase you. You're going to be like like no like that's not <laughs> like where are you even getting that data? <laughs> because like once you question their argument, like you think this is impossible. Why do you think it's impossible? Well, and then you can be like, well, you know that's not really accurate because this person did it, this person did it, this person did it, this person did it, and like you just like you can break down their entire argument just by like questioning it. And that's why this, this practice of keeping success in front of you and listening to those podcasts and reading about these people and listening to audiobooks about these people is so important because you, I feel like you just need like a few really good stories of someone overcoming like seemingly impossible odds to be like, oh my gosh, like I can do this. Anything like, is possible if you believe in it. If this person can do it, I can do it. And like... There are thousands and thousands and thousands of references that you can pull from on the internet that you can just Google. Thank God for Google. And it's, it's, it's honestly just like crazy how like, how all that information is out there and how like inspiring it is and how like so few people take advantage of it. Um, so please take advantage of it. <laughs> please, please. That's, so that's, that's kind of what we have for you today. So the action today, is go find some success and take inventory of the inputs in your life. If you're in one of those Facebook groups, now we have a Facebook group, it's positivity only, and we'll put the link to it below. It's called Healing PTSD, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's it's positivity only, so it's it's just for help and love and support and guidance. There's no trigger warnings, there's there's nothing negative allowed. And anything that comes in that's negative is is just not allowed, and then we just we kick them out and block them. So there's, there's yeah. nothing like that, and we're, we're very ruthless about protecting our members in there for that reason, because nobody needs that stuff. So you're in a Facebook group that you're, you're, you go and you take inventory and say, how does this really make me feel with all the trigger warnings and negativity? You know, leave, like get out of it. Take Seriously? inventory of the things in your life, and anything that you can right now just cut out and control, 
do it. Cut it out and then ruthlessly add those positive inputs. Mm -hmm. the, go to the Tony Robbins podcast. I mean, there's so many good podcasts and he's kind of a legend in when it comes to success and when it comes to interviewing successful people and kind of like creating successful people and especially in the emotion, emotional and physical world. So, so go to that podcast. That's a great place to start. You know, flip through the interviews, listen to what you want to listen to and don't listen to what you don't want to listen to. It's, it's, you know, it's very simple. You know, it's not, it's not a hard thing. It's, it's, if you, if you care about space, go listen to interviews with Elon Musk. If you care about, you know, digging tunnels under San Francisco, go listen to interviews with Elon Musk. If you care about, uh, you know, the environment, I'm sure that I don't know anyone famously famous for environment inter interviews, but the Elon internet, okay, Elon Musk, okay, <laughs> go listen to Tesla. Um, but, you know, wh whatever your interest is, there's interviews, there's positive people, there's people who have done amazing things. You know, if you're interested in organ regeneration, go listen to that Tony Robbins interview with Mar Martine. You know, there's there's just God, there's just so many things. So it doesn't have to be something you don't enjoy. It should absolutely still be something you enjoy. So don't overcomplicate it. Get rid of the things that make you feel bad. Add more of the things that make you feel good ruthlessly, yeah. and it's it, you're, you're gonna love it. If you're interested in someone who recovered from PTSD really quickly, listen to an interview with Kayleen. Oh, we'll link that and, below. And um, Jen, Jen Reddy, and that was an incredible interview. And you should definitely go check. That should be your first one because that's like that is a great an one, amazing it's, reference. It's still this is that we're talking about the recovery journey, and and this right. is not everyone puts themselves on blast for everyone to, to see. And right. Jen was Most kind enough don't. to do an interview and actually reach out to me because she wants to reach people and help people. And um, actually, I think I put it on the podcast. Yep. yep. Just the audio of it. But we'll we'll try to link that below and and link the Facebook group below. So we'll link those two things. Just a reminder to me. And uh, and yeah, that should absolutely be the first place you go is to listen to Jen. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that is what we have for you today. We you know if you if you like what you hear, you know we so appreciate you all showing up. We so appreciate you all listening and and being here for this. And we love doing this. We love serving you. We love providing you with this information. It lights us up. It helps us reach our mission, which is to help every human on the planet, which, of course, we know is bold. Um, but, you know, make sure you like the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast if you're on YouTube. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We're here Monday's Motivation. Tuesday's our PTSD Book Club. Wednesday's our PTSD Recovery Workshop. Thursday's PTSD and Relationships, where you get kind of a unique look. Brad and I both had PTSD and of course, we're in a relationship that whole time. So you get to see how we were able to survive and how challenging it was, yeah. what yeah. you can do if you're in your own relationship. And as well, we talk about relationships. A lot of the things we talk about apply to not only romantic relationships, but relationships with friends, coworkers, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then Friday is our Q&A. So if you have any questions, send them in. My email is below. So send them in via email and you know, rate it comment whatever you have to do you know if you like us or if you hate us make sure that you rate us we love when you all interact we love hearing your feedback and rating us helps us reach more people organically so like we said our goal is to reach as many people as we possibly can with this message so if you like it if you if it served you if it if it's just a positive input for you and it's made you feel good you know if you're here for a spouse or if you're here for yourself whatever it is Make sure that you, you know, help us out. We so appreciate when you all help us out. You share it. If you're thinking of someone, if someone comes to mind when you listen to it, you know, send it to them. Share it in one of those Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. Help more people. Help us help more people. And we so appreciate that. And then for those of you who haven't seen the new webinar training that I'm putting on, 
you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go. So overcomingptsd.info slash go. And um, I we, just in the past month where we've we've been kind of it's been kind of a rat race. Um, we, I created a whole new training talking about the three pillars of recovery and really the three things that you need to ensure a full recovery. So you can check that out. You can hear me talk about that. I'm obviously very passionate about everything that I do. And this is genuinely the best training I've ever put on. I've, I've put on a ton of trainings and I've listened to all of your feedback. So if you've seen other trainings in the past, make sure you check this one out because this is like nothing else that mm -hmm. I've done yet. It is I'm, and I'm not really one to pump my tires, but it is so good. I put so much heart and soul and work into this training. So you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go to check that out and register for a time to see it. And I think that's all I have. Do you have yeah. anything? No, and I mean, that's just a rare opportunity, opportunity to get into this wonderful, amazing lady's mind on you know how she was able to um, recover from her own PTSD, help me recover from my PTSD, and then help people from around the world recover from PTSD. So um, there's there's literally no one else in the world is doing something like this, and you know she put a ton of time into it. So it will like absolutely change your life if you go and check it out. But so click that link below. Um, I think we'll we'll put that in the show notes in the in the description below. So check that out. Perfect. So yeah. other than that, that's all we have. We thank you for being here. We love you, we believe in you, we know that you can do this, we're here for you, we've got your back, and uh, we, will, we will see you all very, very soon. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>